Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. Uh, We just finished up Acts chapter 15, and Paul and Barnabas had split ways. They're following their own missionary journeys. They're going to their own places. And Barnabas has followed the first leg of their original missionary journey. He has gone and sailed to Cyprus. And there he is catching up with all the churches, and he took John Mark with him. Now, Paul, on the other hand, he went to the second leg of their missionary journey, their previous journey, and he started with the last church first, and he took Silas with him. And so we're going to see what God does along the way, and specifically, we're going to follow Paul. Verse 1, Paul went first to Derbe and then to Lystra, where there was a young disciple named Timothy. Now, remember, Derbe was a Gentile place. It's the place where they had great success, and the church really grew. And Lystra was the place where all the people came out and tried to make uh, Paul and Barnabas into uh, Greek gods. And so this disciple that they talk about, Timothy, there's a book of the Bible titled Timothy, and that's a letter from Paul to Timothy. And it just shows the deep affection that Paul had for Timothy as sort of like a, a son he never had. So there's a deep affection here. It says this about Timothy. His mother was a Jewish believer, but his father was a Greek. So we can infer that his mom has Jewish background and that she has come to know Jesus, that she's followed him in in her faith, but his father has not. It doesn't say he's a God-fearing Greek. It doesn't say he's a a believer. It just says he's a Greek. So we can infer that he's a non-believer. And so Timothy's grown up in a house that's had a divided faith. And maybe that's you. Maybe you've been a part of a family where some of the family believes and some of the family doesn't. Some go to church and some don't. And that's difficult. But what I take away from this is Timothy's a believer and he's not disqualified for ministry just because of his family. It's harder, but it doesn't disqualify him. Verse 2, Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium. So Paul wanted him to join them on their journey. Just to point out something kind of obscure, this trip has been five years removed from the previous church, previous trip. And all these churches were left to go by the leaders to grow and to become stronger. And the one that Timothy was a part of, this his mom became part of the church, she was a believer, and now her son is a believer, and he's so impressive uh, that Paul wants to take him with them. So think about that. This guy, Timothy, was raised up in a church that Paul and Barnabas planted five years ago and now is strong enough to be able to continue in the faith. That says a lot about what God was doing in these churches. Now we get to a really weird part of this passage. It says, in deference, that just means like uh, in with respect to, in deference to the Jews of the area, he arranged Timothy to be circumcised before they left. For everyone knew that his father was a Greek. So the interesting thing is, they're delivering a message. Part of their reason for going to these churches was to deliver the message from Jerusalem that said you don't need to be circumcised in order to have salvation. So the question is, why did he have Timothy circumcised? And the answer is not for Timothy's salvation, but rather for Timothy's ministry. Because Timothy is going to be ministering to Jews. And as a son of a Jewish mother, he should have been circumcised when he was younger. But maybe his father protested because his father's not a Jew. 
and so he was not circumcised and i don't know if they like check him at the door you know like i, I don't know what they do i don't know how they know if he was circumcised or not but in whatever case paul wanted to make sure that that was not a problem for for timothy as he preached so it says this timothy was circumcised and as a young man that would have to be very scary and a big deal just gotta say It says this in verse 4, Then they went from town to town, instructing the believers to follow the decisions made by the apostles and the elders in Jerusalem. Reminder, that's, you know, follow these dietary restrictions and abstain from sexual immorality. Verse 5, So the churches were strengthened in their faith and grew larger every day. If you took planted strong churches and then they stayed faithful and then you came and encouraged them, of course you're going to see growth in the numbers of people who are there every day. So as we wrap up today, I want to challenge us to be willing to do crazy things or uh, difficult things like Timothy had to do in order to continue our ministry. So what is it that you need to put out of your life or add to your life that will make you a stronger missionary to the world around you? What will qualify you even more to share the gospel with people? What will remove a stumbling block between you and other people that's previously there? Let's pray. God, you are an all-powerful, all-loving God, and you don't want us to come to you with anything but faith in Jesus. But out of that sprouts so much love, so much obedience, so much faith. God, we just pray that we would be the kind of people who would let go of the worldly things that bind us and chase after you with all of our hearts so that we could bring as many people with you or with us to you. God, we love you, and we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.